0: It's kind of short and sweet and um, I want to talk about sort of simplifying coffee, uh, water for coffee. I think there's been a lot of discussion obviously on water recently, the last couple of years. Um, Obviously water is quite a complicated topic. um, It's a force of nature, it's highly volatile, it varies across the UK from, I think we talk about hardness and softness. And mineral content. Um, But I think at the most basic, you've got hard water issues, and hard water is scale building, and that's a huge issue for equipment. Um, The other end of the the spectrum, you've got soft water or very acidic water, and that causes corrosion. That's obviously another issue. so at home, you probably use a Brita filter or drink bottled water, um, and that's just to neutralise odours and flavours, and that's works really well. But for coffee, you've got all sorts of other issues. Um, but ultimately, it's kind of a balance between machine protection um, and and maintenance and coffee extraction, and it's always going to be a balance between the two. Um, and that's where um, you've got differences between obviously the corporate sort of side of things and your, your big chains and your speciality market. And we use water filtration to do different things. Um, so, very simply, I think in, in hard water areas, say so for example, London where I am, your biggest issue is scale. Um, and hard water and a really, really high concentration of minerals and so it's dealing with that and it's sort of widely recognised that reverse osmosis systems deal with that probably the best. Um, Softeners just replace one mineral for another and so you're not really changing the makeup too much, you've still got a really high concentration of minerals and what that means is although a softener will look after machine protection um, and you'll you'll not have problems with scale you're not dealing with the issue of coffee extraction because it's still really really high and you're going to get a very murky you're never going to get that clarity of flavor that you'll get if you reduce mineral content um, whereas in soft water areas we tend to use just like carbon filters and we just deal with that issue of neutralising odours, bad odours and flavours. Um, so that's a very, very basic. So obviously we've had, you've probably seen, Maxwell's book, and he goes into the science behind water. And I think, so for specialty Coffee, we're all about consistency and really dealing with getting a consistent extraction, a consistent flavour, and being able to reproduce that. Um, And so when Maxwell talks about um, the challenges with water for coffee, he's sort of saying, well, even with reverse osmosis systems, you're still dealing with what you've got at source and that obviously varies across the country, it varies across the world, and so you're, it's never a sort of a built up um, mineral content. So he's saying, well, you know, what we really ought to do is strip it back and then rebuild it with something specific rather than what we do, which is sort of blend in a a balance of, of filtered mains water. Um, however that is okay, you know what he's saying is correct and it's, it's really interesting and it's, it's really important for the industry because he's an innovator and he's, he's doing all that scientific research, he's working with um, scientists and he's really getting to the very bottom of water for coffee and it's sort of challenging what we've always done before um, and that's, that's amazing and we need that to move forward. However you look at sort of the chains and they're using water filtration a different way. They need, um, they're really looking just, they, they serve a brown liquid and and ultimately I think they're quite, they don't really care so much about the flavour or the extraction, they really need to keep costs down so it's, it's about maintenance of equipment um, and they really and like a slickness of service, they need to you know, smash out you know, however many espressos per, per minute. Um, so you've got two ends of the spectrum, so you've got Maxwell, you know, the max innovators, people really trying to get their heads around you know, perfect water or the perfect coffee and a, and a consistency, and then you've got the guys at the other end who don't really care about that, they're just looking at saving, cost saving. And so most people, most cafes, are probably somewhere along the spectrum. And for most people, what's out there is okay. Does a really good job. Reverse osmosis is good for London. Um, and softeners are good elsewhere. So, you know, I use a brush at home, it's fine. Um, so so it's, it's about priorities, isn't it? And I think it's establishing where you are in that spectrum between sort of really high-end speciality and innovators and that sort of corporate chain ends and it's very different Um, and sort of that's kind of it really like I think it boils down to that sort of simplicity and actually we are and I think both are correct and we're actually working with Maxwell on a new system um, and it will be a dosing system and um, you will be able to dose in whatever water whatever minerals you want to create that perfect coffee you, s- you want to be doing that but i think it's also okay not to be quite that sort of um complex and that's sort of it really <laughs> um but i'm open yeah questions right. <laughs>
1: We like questions, so uh, Lots of questions. grab a seat. Um, I really just
0: wanted to make a point, really.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> I, like I think the thing with um, the thing with water that I have a problem with is I just don't understand it. Like it it's another area it. for me as a roaster that I, you know, I'm not good at making coffee go wet. I'm good at making it go brown, and <laughs> <laughs> when you introduce this level of water, and then I start to see all the science behind it, it's like, so difficult and it's complicated. It's mind-blowing,
0: it is, it is.
1: Can you give us, like, a pocketbook idea of what an RO system does? Okay. The, so, so yes. like, because I'm sure we've got a mixture of people yeah, in the audience here quite. that are consumers and professionals. Mm, sure. and, um, so what does a reverse osmosis system do? So
0: reverse osmosis basically pushes water through a very fine membrane, strips out 99% of minerals, so you've got, like, zero, one total dissolved solids, so your minerals. Um, and that, that's basically what a reverse osmosis system does. And then most coffee RO systems also blend in a very small amount of filtered mains water to increase that um, mineral content very slightly so that you can extract coffee. Because at zero, it's very, very, it's too soft. So you get very sour, very weak it's, um, coffee. You do need sort of some minerals to extract.
1: And with that system, can you add things in as well, or is that the new system that you're working uh, on?
0: No, yeah, you can. You do. You basically, but you're you're just um, blending in filtered mains water. So the new system, which is what we're working on with Maxwell, is dosing in this perfect water.
1: So that leads me nicely on to the next bit. What is perfect water? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I have one. So uh, it's a yeah. I was in
2: Australia recently, and (laughs) and I asked the guys like, so what are you doing for your water here? And he gave me the best answer ever. And it kind of I think it sums up where a lot of people are water and coffee. He looked at me straight in the eye, and he said. I don't believe in water. <laughs> okay. I, I don't was like, believe in don't, water. what do you mean you don't believe <laughs> in a water? Concept? I don't know. I believe in gin. It, yeah, but it's kind <laughs> of a, uh, it, it's a lot of people are very intimidated by it and yeah. it's a, it's quite a, um, yeah, it's a difficult thing for people because if they love what they do and they've always loved what they do and you come along and tell them you're doing something wrong.
0: And I think that's what I was trying to say is that it's good to be an innovator, but it doesn't mean that the rest of the population needs to flow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's way ahead of the curve. He's doing things that are really new and, and different and quite and scientific. But, you know, you wouldn't expect most, most cafes just don't need to go to that extent.
2: So what are the basic things a cafe should do?
0: Filter your water, <laughs> okay. identify what you've got to start with. And that com- can be done with um, a TDS stick. It's a, it is a good um, indicator of what you've got to start with, whether you've got hard or soft. Um, water, and if, obviously if you're hard, hard water, it, the best solution at the moment is reverse osmosis, um, and if it's soft, it's just neutralising um, bad odours and flavours of, of car- carbon filters.
1: Yeah. So, so some coffee shops don't need an RO system, it's totally. not like you have to have, because this, no. this was the thing that happened yeah. when it first came out, everyone went, oh one. my god, yes, yes exactly. I've got to spend some money on this very expensive piece of equipment. In what case? So if you just that if it's soft, there's no need, or no,
0: you just um, you just put a carbon filter on if it's if it's soft to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, although obviously you've got the issue where some areas have like 10 yes.
1: And where, if we look at the UK, it has the best water that you don't need that kind of filtration? Is there any way that you kind of like, you just say, just keep doing the water, you know, that perfect water? Probably not. That's because you sell carbon filters. so
0: it <laughs> <laughs> all need something.
1: Um, I'm going to turn the question to you, Colin. Go on then. So like in 2010, you did uh, a signature drink, yep. which was very much focused on water. Yeah. When Before water was cool, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah I invented yeah. water. You did invent water back <laughs> in 2010. Um, like what? Nobody was really talking about it back then. What was the inspiration for that signature drink that you did, and kind of explain to people who have no idea what I'm talking about what uh, you did?
2: So actually, the 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 inspiration for the signature drink was petulance, I think. To be honest with you. Uh, so traditionally, with signature beverages, you have to make some sort of a mocha chocolate latte thing and say that you're passionate about it, and it clearly wasn't. Uh, And we were having a conversation one night and I was like, look, the only thing I want to do is coffee and water, that's all I'm interested in. And I was like, well, maybe there's something in that actually. So what we did was to to boil two types of water um, and then mix the espresso uh, with those two different types of water and see how it affected taste. So there's two aspects of why water is interesting for coffee. People confuse the two. We don't realize that there's two aspects. The first aspect is how it makes how it makes your coffee extract. Okay? And the second aspect is how it makes your coffee taste. They're two completely different things. and so people miss this. So you could have two different types of water with two different mineral contents that maybe had the same TDS, okay? Uh, and you could extract with them both, extract the same amount of coffee in both, and they will taste different because the water is, is making that coffee taste different. So they're two very different purposes of what water does. And that's what the signature beverage was. So what I used at the time was uh, distilled water. And also, um, I think it was Evian actually, just a really hard water. So it was like 450, 500 parts per million. And with the same coffee, what it did is that it made, you should do this at home, but it's actually quite interesting. I would not If you have the, you know, the globes that you use for like a, a siphon, Use that because if you, if you boil it in a kettle or something, sometimes it, it ends up, especially with the distilled water, makes it, it kind of tastes very metallic. Uh, so I would boil them in globes so that it's, the glass isn't going to impart any flavor. Just pour them into two cups and make two Americanos, stir them and skim them. I put them two filter papers. And you end up with two different aspects of the same coffee. Now remember, they've been extracted using a third water, so the extraction doesn't change. The extraction is static. okay? And you can mix the espressos to ensure that. All right? So put them two like two doubles into the same pot, stir it round, and then pass that through a filter, and then put equal amounts into the two different types of boiled water. And what you end up with is one that is definitely at the more floral, citrusy, acidic, uh, very clear, um, probably sour. I think you could say in in a positive sense. I think it's sour in a positive sense. Uh, the other one is definitely more earthy, more bitter, more mouthfeel. It's bloody interesting. Uh, what I really enjoyed about that is, despite all the, the calibrations that the judges go through, I, I think in this it was the semi finals, I got a five and a half and a one. And it's by definition the same drink because it all came from the same jug, you know? So uh, that was, uh, to me, that was actually one of the great victories of it that it was so divisive. But it, it's, I think that's one of the big things that people never separate it. Can I throw a question at you? Should people roast for, for water?
1: Um, I, I actually had this same drunken debate in Copenhagen on the wait, first wait, night. Wait,
2: are you drunk right now? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, and we had a drunken debate about this, about whether you should try and roast for everybody else's different water, and I think it becomes impossible, and I think you start to chase um, an impossible dream. But also, w- uh, my argument was that the barista has enough tools to actually make... I think you can make the coffee work with the water that you have by doing different things. So yeah. grind, tamp, extraction, yield, uh, the skill of the barista, and it kind of goes back to the roasting for espresso thing, which I am so passionate about. Not roasting for espresso is that I don't, I, I don't want to make the barista's job harder, but I also don't want to compromise the coffee just to make it easier for them. So I, I personally don't think that you should roast for particular water. Um, you know. W- but I know the roasters are, and I know it's something that Maxwell's working a lot on with his roasting process. Um, it, very interesting idea he's got of actually providing the water yeah. um, and providing like a mineral sachet with the coffee to add to water. And I, I think that's really interesting and good. But how practical that is for people at home, I, yeah. I, I think it's something I'd buy once to try and then I'd go back to buy my normal coffee. But I, I, I don't think you should compromise the what's in the coffee. Yeah. And then it's up to the barista to make it work, however that is.
2: Uh, Chloe, so h- how difficult is it to to actually make water? So, like, I tried a little bit, and what I found was that it was it was very inconsistent in small batches. But the larger the batch got, the more consistent it became. So is that the big challenge facing coffee shops? If,
0: yeah.
2: or well, in terms of batches?
0: dosing, dosing in a specific... Yeah,
2: because, I mean, if you leave a little bit in the sachet, like even a couple of... Yeah. like micrograms, that's quite a big that's deal in water. That's why we're
0: working on um, using quite um, top of the range and so, um, dosing equipment to do it properly. Mm. So you'd, you'd dose in with a small pump yeah. um, and you'd, you'd um, specify like a percentage that you want to dose in or like a droplet amount, um, like 0.0005 yeah. and, and it'll do it for you and it'll keep it consistent.
2: And the dissolution then isn't isn't an issue. Like it'll you'll get Ooh. something across the board. That's
0: yeah. So you have t- you have like a magnetic um like stirring stirring tool in a wow. tank holding tank. It's quite it's a lot of stuff that we're playing with at the moment.
1: Is it, are there any dangers of playing with water? Can you do like really bad things? And you end up poisoning yourself or making yourself sick? or because like you put in there. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, with the minerals and things that, that you put in there, it's something uh, I thought it's about. It's all
0: food grade. It's all yeah. It's fine. But you can't like
1: overdose on mm. a certain mineral or
0: you probably could if you drank enough of it awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and i know you touched on it a little bit about at home but you know this is a home uh, yeah. a, a home user show like the one tip for water at home who can't afford RO systems can't afford to have that filter block what what is the best thing they can do to improve their water
0: um for drinking Brita's great for coffee um just a lot of supermarket own brand waters are pretty good Waitrose have got a good one tesco's have got a good one own brand yeah and they're pretty cheap
2: we use that for the tesco one for events
0: ashbeck yeah yeah, yeah yeah Waitrose own brand is is very we don't good have very Waitrose cheap as in ireland well. oh, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any <laughs> staff there. don't worry <laughs> 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 um
2: yeah.
1: yeah no ashbeck is something i think i think the good thing with ashbeck as well is it fairly <laughs> it's very consistent it's such a big supply um yeah that, that's are we sponsored by Tesco? Can we get sponsorship? We're open to it. We are open to Every it. Every little helps. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have any questions from the audience there? So I guess get in trouble with that now. Yeah,
1: yeah. has anybody got any questions in the audience and I can run, r- run up with the mic? It's Come always on.
2: difficult to get the first question and then they roll yeah. after that. So I think what we should do after this is start telling people they're going to answer a question or ask a question even. Um, somebody else have a question? Hey,
1: how's your water at the back, Gordon? Is that nice? Good, good, <laughs> good.
2: No qu- Dale has a question. Oh, thank you, Dale. Uh, Somebody else think of a question because I to one on yeah. you soon.
1: Talk to me about wastewater
0: from RO systems. Is it a problem? Ah, uh, right. Okay, it's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> 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 so ROs have got a really bad rep for um, because. Minerals are, they're soluble, um, the ones that we're dealing with. Obviously, if you, you're pushing them through a membrane, everything that's rejected is rejected in water. So for each part, say one part of product water or zero TDS or whatever you want to call it, the clean water, typically old ROs would waste about four times that. They were pretty bad. Um, so ne- they've improved vastly over the years and they use bigger, more efficient membranes. Technology moved on. So now it's probably on smaller systems, you get about one product to one waste. And when it's warmer, because um, water's, um, what's the word, more um, viscous, you get like say two parts water to one part waste. Um, and on the bigger systems, it's almost one part product to three or four parts waste. Sorry, the other way around. Sorry, three or four parts product to just one waste. They're much better than they used to be. I know they've got a bad rep.
2: <laughs> Cuz water is a big issue in London, but with the with the water charges is it a big consideration or like
0: uh, I think the people that are using or is it are more from an environmental perspective and understand the benefits of, of RO and reducing yeah. mineral content for coffee. Yeah. So it's not it's not really an issue. We lo- but for the th- chains it is because yeah. they're, they're more concerned about like Environmental impact
2: and how the sustainability opinion, side of it. Basically, yeah. Like in Dublin, water charges uh, at least at business level aren't like aren't a huge consideration. They're not that much at all. Really, I think for a year we pay a thousand euro or something. Really. So it's not a massive deal. Uh, but I remember at the t- uh, once upon a time looking at uh, a few rain irrigation systems. Yeah. Uh, turns out it's completely. Uses like well, I I talked to one guy and he said that the pretty only thing it's really suitable for to well uh, at this stage with the technology that they had was to be used to flush your toilets. Um, because <laughs> rainwater is very hard, apparently. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, this at all. Yeah. So, is that something you guys have looked into at all? Or
0: rainwater, probably something we do you want to do a deal? Like, we have a contract, yeah, sure. and yeah, yeah swap. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are trying to harness the wastewater and try and flush toilets with it, that's, that's sort of yeah. water the gardens, I don't know if anyone's actually doing it though, there's a lot of talk. Yeah. We use toilet water
2: in our coffee as well, we don't. It's nice. <laughs> uh, has anyone got any more <laughs> questions? Yes sir? What's <laughs> the RO? I don't understand that the RO is the, you should explain.
0: Yeah, the, the, it's a reverse osmosis, I don't think this yeah yeah, sorry idea. it's just a <laughs> abbreviation. <laughs>
2: I think it's fair to say it, it became one of those things where it was like a barometer of quality, that if you didn't have an ORO system, that you weren't a quality coffee shop. Yeah. Um, I probably shouldn't say what the other things are, but there's, there is a tendency in the industry for people to just tick those boxes and follow. Do you think yeah, and I
0: think that's the danger with um, what Maxwell's doing is it's, you know, it's really interesting and I think it's really important that we understand these things, but it doesn't mean that everyone has to, to immediately do it and, and follow that
1: that route yeah not being bleeding edge you know yeah. it's kind of cutting edge is good but yeah. bleeding edge oh, is really I? difficult place to be <laughs> but you don't know um, how to do that i think that's a great place to wrap it up and uh, a fantastic talk thank you chloe uh, please welcome. a huge round of applause for Ch- chloe callow